Welcome, guys, to the Man Talk Show. I'm Connor Beaton, and today we are going to talk about how to be more consistent. Uh, and I'm going to share with you five simple things that you can execute on today to start being more consistent in your life in any area. This is applicable for any area. But first, I want to talk about the nature of change because I hear a lot of people complain about not being able to be consistent, wanting to get better results, wanting them now, uh, wanting to be able to create change very quickly. And the reality is that change is the, the, the true nature of change and progress is that it's an evolutionary process. So we want it to be this sort of big bang process where it just sort of happens and we start to see better results. We start to feel more consistent instantaneously. We'll wake up one day and magically we'll be able to be taking more action on a regular basis. But the reality of it is that it's more of a Darwinian process. It is more of us uh, taking action on a daily basis, and that is what creates progress. That's what creates change. So that's at some point and sometime in your life, you you actually look back at a year or three years ago, and you're able to say, wow, I was able to accomplish and achieve and change and progress and grow so much more than I ever thought possible. But in the day-to-day way, we're not able to see that. And where most people fail Where most people fail is that they want that change, they want that progress to be instantaneous. And the need for that progress to be instantaneous is actually one of the biggest blocks that you need to overcome. It's actually one of the biggest blocks you need to overcome and that biggest blocks that you need to know about moving into this first and foremost. So notice and check your necessity and your need for progress and change to happen overnight. So first and foremost, how do we create and cultivate more consistency? Well, first we need, you need to find your flow. You need to find your flow. So that's number one, find your flow. You can read all of the productivity books in the world. You can read all the habit-breaking books in the world. And those are going to give you some very uh, useful information, but just because somebody has found what works for them doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So I'm going to give you a little bit around my routine, but I just want you to know that while this is what works for me, it might not be the ultimate thing for you. So you need to be, you need to be open to finding your flow. You need to be open to failing at a few things to find what works because if you you know read Tim Ferriss or listen to him and you know he's practiced. Uh, a very certain and specific methodology that works for him, uh, and you've been trying it for weeks on end, and it's not working for you, and you're and you're failing relentlessly. Don't beat yourself up over that. It just works for Tim, and it doesn't work for you, and that's okay. So one of the things that really uh, that really works for me is getting into a space of putting everything in a visual place. And so I am extremely visual. So what works for me is having a whiteboard where I can have all of my specific actionables and tasks right there. I can have my ways of being on the side. So how do I want to show up while I'm crushing it? How do I want to show up? So I usually have some specific ways of being like positive, optimistic, uh, (laughs) relentlessly happy. Like those types of things will be on the side. So it's a constant reminder of this is how I want to show up in these sales calls. This is how I want to show up in these conversations when I'm on stage, when I'm on camera, when, when I'm engaging with people. 
And having that duality, having the things that I need to get done and having the ways that I want to be while I'm doing those things is incredibly helpful for me. Plus, it gives me the benefit of getting to cross those off as I go. I don't know why, but there is something so uh, invigorating and so exciting and so gratifying about accomplishing you know, five or six things within the span of an hour or two and just knocking those off the list. So if, if you can find a habit of getting yourself into a space where you can use a calendar or something visual, guys, we're very, very visual. So if you are a guy and you're watching this, definitely find a visual source that you can use, something that you can clean off. Uh, there's something very powerful about that. Step number two, realize that motivation is not the answer. In fact, this is probably one of the biggest pitfalls that I see a lot of people fall into. They want to be more consistent, they want to see better progress, and they have the perception that they need to be more motivated in order to make that happen. But this is an illusion. Motivation is not salvation for progress and consistency. Motivation and the desire and the need for it is often the exact thing that is holding you back. It is the exact thing that is powering the engine that is keeping you stuck on the hamster wheel of inconsistency. So we need to let go of needing more motivation. You don't need another YouTube inspirational video. You don't need another uh, pump up song to motivate you to get shit done. What you actually need is to just take action even in the space of wanting to remain. Step number three realize and get very clear on what's in it for you. What's in it for you? Why does this even matter to you? There are so many people that are trying to lose weight or get better jobs or make more money or get their finances in order so that they can impress other people, so that they can make other people happy. And that is not intrinsically motivating. (laughs) It's not intrinsically exciting or gratifying for us. We need to be a little bit selfish. So get selfish. I want you to give yourself permission to be a little bit more selfish and find a reason for you to be more consistent. The, the, the other part of this one of finding what's in it for you is finding the price that you're paying by not being consistent. Get really, really clear on what your, your lack of consistency is actually costing you. What's the price that you're paying for being inconsistent? What is the price that your family is paying for being inconsistent? What's the price your health is paying, your finances are paying, your job is paying? What is the cost of your inconsistency? Once you can tap into that, you can start to find a reason internally for you to actually drive towards uh, that which you actually want, which is consistency. Step number four, rest one-fifth of the time. Rest one-fifth of the time. Look, if you want to be a high performer, if you want to perform consistently, you need to find ways in which you can rest. This doesn't mean taking a 20-minute break and scrolling through Instagram or scrolling through Facebook mindlessly or watching some Netflix show. It means actually finding ways to pause, to be still, and to rest. Now, you can do an active recovery, much like in a workout. Uh, you might like do legs and a whole bunch of squats and have an active recovery the next day in which you go out and do you know, a couple-mile run. Uh, but most of the time, when you are taking these rests, what you're going to want to do is stillness, 
is silence, is meditation, is mindfulness, and actually start to cultivate a practice of being okay with a little bit of nothing. And this is important. This is going to allow your ideas to flourish. This is going to allow you to recover energetically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, like all all of those pieces. Now, one of my best practices in this is that I integrate uh, art. I integrate in my active recovery. So uh, during my day, if I have been working and doing emails and interviews for hours on end, uh, every 90 to 90 to 120 minutes, I will take a break and I will either go and meditate and I'll pause and I'll rejuvenate and rest for the next uh, interview or whatever's coming up next, or I will actually engage in some artwork. So that might mean that I'll pause and sing for a few minutes or I'll pause and play the piano for 15 to 20 minutes. And it is a means for me to use a different part of my brain that wasn't being engaged beforehand. So uh, this might be challenging if you work at an office where you can't bring a piano in (laughs) or you can't bring your guitar in, Uh, but maybe it's something where you go for a walk outside and you people watch. You sit on a bench and you just observe people and you just watch them and you're mindful of your surroundings. Uh, Or you sit and meditate in silence or you do some active recovery. If you sit at your desk for hours on end, then on your breaks, actually use your body. You know, do some push-ups in the in the workplace bathroom. Maybe not in the bathroom because that actually sounds kind of dirty. But find ways to both actively recover and to rest, either through stillness and meditation and silence or through art. And finally, step number five, make room for failure. You're going to fail. There is no such thing as absolute consistency and the desire for it is an illusion. The desire and and the thought that you're going to wake up at 6 a.m. on the button every single day for the rest of your life without fail, without a bad day, without a day where you hit snooze is a complete illusion and it is keeping you stuck And it's a means for you to beat yourself up and self-deprecate. So make some room for failure. In fact, research has shown that the single most important thing that you can cultivate in order to have more grit, in order to have more determination, in order to have more consistency is actually self-compassion. Now, this doesn't mean that you let yourself off the hook when you have uh, set a goal to set up, get up at 6 a.m. every single morning for a week, and for three weeks straight, you get up at 10 a.m. It doesn't mean that you let yourself off the hook when you're not performing. It simply means that when you slip up, because you probably and indefinitely will, you are self-compassionate. You learn the lesson that your failure is giving to you. So those are the five things and the five ways that you can start to cultivate more consistency today. I would encourage you to take one lesson out of this, one simple lesson, and put it into practice starting tomorrow. So maybe that means that you commit to playing the guitar on your break. Uh, Maybe that means that you commit to meditating in your rest periods. Maybe that means that you commit to stop waiting for motivation and start taking action regardless of how you feel. So that's what I have for you today. Thank you so much for joining me. This is Connor Beaton signing off. 
please, please, please man it forward. Share this with somebody who could use the motivation, who's trying to cultivate consistency. Don't forget to leave us a rating and review and subscribe wherever you are listening or watching this, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you are. Please subscribe. Leave us a review. It goes a long way. Thank you very much. I will see you next week.